going on guys welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trunnapole and as always i'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of joe freaking bro who should have been the rookie of the year if he didn't get injured now this show and every show is brought to you by t properties t properties quality housing for quality people check out the website at www.tproperties.com LLC.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. I am up to 831 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Now we're gonna get into this pretty early and pretty quick. We're gonna jump in, bring my boy Jeremy D in first because we got a special guest today. We got the one, the only Bengal Jim is in the house tonight. So let's get on to this here right here and say boom. Boom. Bengal Jim. Oh, I'm gonna try to add the screen. Come on. There we go. You know, um, I did it wrong. Try that again. Technology, man. What's up, Jimmy? What's going on? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Just enjoying another snowy day here in Cincinnati. You know it, brother. You don't get snow down in Alabama, do you, Jeremy? Uh, you know what? It was uh, it was sixty four yesterday. Got a little more chilly today. We're 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 about fifty six right now. So yeah, you know, we we don't feel sorry for you. I'm just saying. Now, usually when it does that, I, I just mute him and I just remove him. <laughs> <until it's done. laughs> just kidding. Anyway, all right, Jimmy, what what's up with this this tweet we saw yesterday with the the Bengals Ring of Honor? Look like they're actually working on it. Yeah, man, I know internally uh, they've been talking about it for several years. I knew it was probably coming. I wasn't sure uh, which year they were going to roll this out. But, uh, yeah, the social media team, is it was it done on purpose or not, right? It's, it's just, uh, you know, when they did the picture of the Paul Brown, snowy Paul Brown Stadium, and I think my buddy Blake Jewell kind of zoomed in on one of those pictures and seen some fonts. So yeah. the Bengals were, were actually kind of doing some testing of, uh, spacing and fonts and stuff like that all around the stadium. So yeah, I think you could see Munoz, Crumry, uh, Anderson were in there. So awesome. um, it, it's it's coming. It's coming. If they weren't doing that, they're going to have to now because there'll be a riots in September. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> the cat is out of the bag. Now, the reason we need the one of the reasons I think they need to do this is because for this man right here, I'll put this graphic up here. I've put it up there lots of times. I was behind us with three of us. But Ken Riley. He is the uh, fifth all time on the interceptions leaderboard. Still fifth and not in the Hall of Fame. That is one of the biggest reasons I think we need to get this Ring of Honor going. It's absolutely ridiculous that him and Ken Anderson are not in the Hall of Fame. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you guys. I mean, literally, if, if the NFL is not going to recognize our greats, we sure in the hell better. And that's and that's that's what's going on right now. I love it. Um, you know, that, that, that graphic you put up there out of the top eight, out of the top eight interception leaders in NFL history, 
only one of those guys is not not in the Hall of Fame, and it's our Ken Riley, man. And and uh, we we will be doing a rally up in up in Canton here in June. We've got some dates we're firming up. I literally was on the phone with the Hall of Fame about forty five minutes ago. We got tickets locked up for everybody. We got hotel rooms locked up for everybody. Right now, we're figuring out is it going to be a tailgate rally or we're going to have to do it more formally and like have a giant tent area uh, right. up there. So I'm working out those details. So stay tuned, everybody, and Bengal Nation on that. We we are going to have a rally up up in Canton uh, sometime in June. June 19th is the tentative date. We may have to switch that by a week, but uh, more more to come on it. But you're right, uh, Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy and um, Strawberry. We, we got to recognize these guys. It's an, it's an embarrassment to the NFL and the Hall that you don't have yes. Ken Riley and Ken Anderson in there. And on top of that, um, you know, Max Montoya, Isaac Curtis, Corey Willie Dillon, Anderson. Willie Anderson. Um, I mean, there's there's more, guys. I mean, the but the goes two on pressing, and on and on. Yeah, the two pressing ones right now uh, are, are Kenny, Kenny and Kenny. I mean, yep. uh, Ken Riley's uh, son, uh, Ken Riley II, um, is going to be participating in that, that rally with us. Uh, he initially wanted to be present, but then he, him and his family said basically they didn't, they never wanted to enter that Hall of Fame until Ken was going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So one way or the other, if they're not going to physically be there with us, we'll have them on a live feed up there with us that that day as well. So we're with you guys, man. We we got to stick together as Bengal Nation right now to bring this home for for these guys. Exactly, exactly. And like I said, and we you confirmed the dates and everything. Let me know. I will definitely uh, broadcast it and and uh, put it out on my show because, like you said. If the NFL is not going to recognize them, we have to do it. We got to get the, we got to bang the drum, like you say, especially for Ken Riley and Ken Anderson. I mean, Ken Anderson, how many uh, passing titles did he have in the seventies? Four, no, yeah, four, four, pa- four passing titles back to back in each decade. Yeah. Yes, so he's gone exactly. He's gone two passing titles in the seventies, two passing titles in the eighties. Um, guys, I I don't know if that I, I'm sure it's been done before. I can't name off the top of my head. Um, anybody and plus that MVP year in 81 and yep. the guy is rightfully and and when you try to get an answer out of the Hall of Fame voters uh, as the why behind that they point to his win-loss record well I, I don't give a damn about the win-loss record right. he played on some god-awful teams in 78 right. and 79 um, yep. I mean at the end of the day uh, you know I've said this so many times before there are really good players that played on Super Bowl teams in the Hall of Fame okay let's look there at Calvin Johnson's let's look at Calvin yeah, Johnson's win-loss oh he, yeah, he's getting in if they're counting win-loss. Right. And, and it, but there's absolutely great, great players that didn't play in a Super Bowl winner that are not in that Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is an individual accomplishment, yes. not a team accomplishment. Yes. So I think you would have saw Ken Riley in there last year if you wouldn't have saw Drew Pearson crying and whining for weeks and weeks to the committee. Literally, Ken Riley would have been in if that wouldn't have happened. He, he was able to persuade a couple voters on that. So – uh, don't give up hope. Let's keep fighting a good fight, guys. We're we're going to get these guys in, and I think you're going to see Ken and, and Kenny in here very soon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ken Anderson. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous if you compare his stats to Dan, Dan Fouts. <laughs> Dan Fouts is in. Dan Fouts did not even go to a Super Bowl. Ken Anderson beat him twice in 1981, twice, and won him to go to the Super Bowl. No, we didn't win, but there's no reason that Ken Anderson. If Ken Anderson was playing. In this day and age, holy crap, he would be killing it, man, with, with, with the, the way they could throw the ball around now. Yeah, it's crazy, too, and to flip that a little bit on Ken Riley. In the yeah. 70s, in the seventies, they averaged about 18 passes a game. <laughs> right. And Ken Riley had 65 interceptions. Can you imagine what Ken Riley would have done in today's NFL when they're throwing the ball right. 40 times? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, my, my family or my, my wife's family, they're all from Florida and they're Buccaneers fans. So they're you know, ecstatic as hell that the Buccaneers won. The Buccaneers have players. Now, I know they won two Super Bowls, but they have players from when they were the Yuccaneers in <laughs> the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And we yep. can't get one. We only got one. I'm like, come on now. That's yeah. it's. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it at all. It's 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 a complete bias and just it's irritating. It's it's, it's, it's the whole. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys, man. I I think it's infuriating, and and there's no answer. There's no real why behind any of it, right? If there was a legitimate why they're not in there, they're they're just not, guys. So let's let's keep let's keep Bengal Nation fired up about this until we bring this home. Exactly. Exactly. Now. Go ahead, Jeremy. I was just saying we got to because, you know, I've never even looked at it the same way that uh, you did, Bengal Jim. You know, when you talk about Ken Riley back in the day, we're talking about 18 passes a game. You come in today, some of these guys are throwing 30, 40 times almost every game. So you can only imagine what the guy would have done now, what he did back then. That makes it that more impressive. And to leave somebody like that out is just – it's a it it's it's well I, I'm gonna play it nice here. It's a shame. Let's just put it that way. It's a shame. It really is. And one Why thing to be clear be clear with everybody when we do the rally up in Canton, it's happening, guys. And I'm hoping within the next couple of days I'll have everything out there, everybody. They can lock up their tickets and hotel rooms and stuff like that. We got discounts on all of it. Um, it is a rally. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna celebrate and, and have media up there. We. Looks like we've got several Bengal players coming up, a lot of media coming up. Um, that is a celebration of our greats that have been forgotten. And when we're done with our rally, we're going to go to get a tour of the Hall of Fame. We're probably going to go over to, to Maslin High School to check out Maslin High School's football field, the statue of Paul Brown, head back to the hotel, Fathead Brewery, drinks and beer, drinks and food that Woo-hoo! night. We're going have, to have, have a great day. It's going to be a fun time up there. Sounds like fun to me, man. I am there now. Another thing I want to bring up, I know uh, you guys on your show, you had one of the best shows ever was the 81 reunion oh, show. That oh, was man. awesome. And then on top of that, you guys donated a pretty good size check to the Anthony Munoz Foundation. Yeah, man. I tell you what, man, this thing is kind of taking to another – the show, we're just doing what you guys are doing, just having fun, man, you know. And, and um, you know, we've had we, – we started that show in uh, the draft last year because we were heading yeah. to Vegas. Yep. for the draft and that thing got canceled because of the covid so we decided let's just do some virtual show we had no idea yeah. what the hell we were doing <laughs> and um you know we've had on 30 33 bengal players former or current i think two or three current a lot of local media uh we've had a hall of fame uh david baker on with us um but um that last show to have seven guys on from that super bowl oh, 16 awesome. 16 uh, yeah. was outstanding and what we did that week uh, was basically every we're real big into fundraising for local charities. We just did Super Bowl Square, guys. We just did, sold a hundred squares at twenty bucks a pop, and and we gave away four great prizes for each one of those those quarters. And um, we thought it was going to take two weeks to sell those squares at twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, so we sold quick. out of those things in four freaking days. And uh, awesome. so we went up went with James and I went up to uh, Mason yesterday and got to meet uh, Anthony and. We had a big giant paper check, like we were like, uh, like we were like Happy Gilmore or something, right? Right, uh, right. At the golf yeah. tournament, man. Yeah, I had, I had a check in the back of my car for like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> um, but we dropped off a real That's check. Awesome. We dropped off a real check to Anthony, and we sat in there for a good hour just talking football with Anthony, and we we had a good time. So 
that was two thousand dollars to the Anthony Munoz Foundation. He's got a golf outing coming up in June, um, and then the uh, we we have raised this year alone forty two hundred dollars uh, for local charities right now. So last year awesome. we did about eleven eleven grand total for local charities. This year we're already at like forty two and some change. So we're we're trying to really take it to another level this year and helping and make an impact on local charities. Definitely, awesome. Definitely. All right, we got we got a live uh, live caller here, one of our regulars, Keith. What's up, Keithy? What's going on, brother? Hey, Keith. Hey, guys. Uh, just tuned in. I don't know whether you discussed this guy, but here's a guy that's criminally underrated. I think because he only played seven years. Mike Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Mike. Mike Reed. Uh, was maybe one of the best defensive linemen to ever play for the Cincinnati Bengals in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, and you know, um, Mike Reed went on to win a Grammy. Two. <laughs> yeah. Two Grammys. You're right. So yeah. he had a music career, music writer, you know, I mean, I mean, the guy was, a guy was an unstoppable force in that defensive line for a lot of years in the seventies. And, and literally he had another three or four years left in him. That, he was that damn good. He was that good. And he weighed 245 pounds. Lightning quick. Light, first yeah. move was outstanding. Lightning quick dude, man. He was the real deal. Mike Reed was a beast. Yeah, he was. By the way, guys, uh, I haven't been avoiding anybody because of the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Tampon Bay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've been uh, – been working out at the time you guys are on me and a buddy of mine so that's why i haven't been on but yeah uh, I'll, I'll work out all the time too i can't still <clears throat> what a 20 ounce curls exactly duh those are the best kind <laughs> have you guys talked about the uh the reds at all no right now we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later right now we're just we're talking Bengals right now yeah we'll okay. get into that, that later on yeah, I don't know who all you guys met. I tell you another guy, not really a Hall of Famer, kind of the same reason as Mike Reed, but he was as good as anybody when he played. Nobody ever talks about Tommy Casanova. Yeah, uh, Randy right Tommy now. Casanova down at Cook Sporting Goods about a month ago. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. He he's the, he came in. He was in town. He doesn't live here, but he was in town. Um, outstanding. That secondary that Tommy Casanova played in was one of the best secondaries Bengals ever had, uh, with him and Lamar Parrish. Uh, Ken Riley, Riley. Oh. Uh, they were that was a legit. Lamar Parish, Craig. Yep, good job, Keith. You're the man, brother. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. <laughs> yep. I got another That's name awesome. for you. I just want to. I, I just want to throw this out and see if anybody anybody remembers this guy, because and the reason why I remember him, he knocked Benny Cunningham, 260 pound Steeler tight end, out <laughs> on Monday Night Football. They were playing on Monday Night Football. I'll never forget this. This is back when Trumpy was playing. Right. Playing on the other side. Um, Atkinson, I think it was Atkinson of, of Pittsburgh, literally forearms Trumpy in the head. Other side of the play, puts him out with a concussion. No flag. Pittsburgh gets the ball back. On that series, Cunningham goes over the middle. 160-pound Melvin Morgan. Knocks him out. Typical Bengals officiating. <laughs> 15 yards. You're out of the game. Two-week suspension without pay. That, that There's a history with that, Keith. You know that. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Well, 
It, what, it goes what back to it, the it, 70s. Me. it goes back to the 70s, that's for sure. Well, 70s Wait. football, the stuff they used to do back then, they'd be arrested now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. You wouldn't make it through wouldn't make it through the first quarter with your complete team. No. Well, I remember just on your, your last show you had, Jim, that Ken Anderson was talking about the freezer bowl where he got, I guess he, he said he sit on the bench and he got up and his feet got stuck or whatever and he fell face first into the ground. He started seeing stars. He goes, shoot, if I did that now, I'll be in concussion protocol and I, w- I wouldn't be able to play the second half. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was a great story. And I, I had not heard that story. I've heard a lot of Ken Anderson stories, but that, that was a new one he shared with everybody that night. Yeah. The, and the thing is, the, the one big get you got was, was Chris Collinsworth. I mean, yeah. that man's busy. And, that, and that's another thing. You you could also – I'm not saying his career-wise, like his football career-wise was Hall of Fame, but his whole career from playing football to his TV to everything he's done with, with pro football focus and different stuff like that, you know, the whole career itself could almost be a Hall of Fame you know, yeah, I, I tell you, I know a lot of I, I know a lot of Bengal fans have a problem with Chris because Chris is trying to be an objective announcer yeah. on TV, and anything he says positive about the damn Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. is taken and run with it. Uh, right, Chris does an outstanding job. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and I'll tell you what, it was really fun to see him on a show last week because that was a side of Chris you don't get to see very much because he right. was kind of egging right. on some of his teammates. Mm-hmm. He was pushing them a little bit, and oh, it was fun to see him outside Johnson. that. Yeah, Pete yeah, Johnson yeah, was back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was awesome. It was fun seeing him outside that 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 TV uh you know life and, and seeing him have some fun with his former teammates. That exactly. I, I agree with you, man. That was fun. Exactly. All hey, right, I CD, anything a, else, brother? Yeah, I got another bingo. I don't know whether you guys discussed this guy or not, but I, I probably said it on here before. It is criminal that Lynn Swine is in the Hall of Fame. For three Isaac, catches Isaac. he made in two Super Bowls, yep. and Isaac Curtis, Isaac Curtis is not. It's ridiculous. Yeah, my 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 opinion on that, Keith. I'm with you, brother. So you got both Kins, one A and one B should be in there right now. Yesterday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got Willie Anderson, you got Ike, you got Isaac Curtis that should absolutely be in there. Uh, those four right there just drive me nuts. Max Montoya and mm-hmm. uh, you know these guys. So we're gonna keep fighting a good fight, Keith. We're not gonna quit. That's for sure. I mean, Keep it up with hey, I got one more name for you. Everybody forgets about this guy, and I thought he was one of the best players at his position in the league when he was here. The original Bengal, Bob Johnson. Bob yeah. still lives in Cincinnati. He lives real close to Trumpy, by the way. I think he lives on the same street as Bob Trumpy. Really? really? Cool. Yep. <laughs> yep. I met him once. Really nice guy. Yep. I have not met him. I just only uh, seen him and talked to him, but he's the original – Bengal, the only number that's that's retired in, in, in Bengal history right there, Keith. Yep. He told a great story at a uh, fellowship of Christian athletes when I was real tiny. And uh, he told a story about, I think he weighed like 215 when he came in the league. And that was back when he had the college all-star game. And he was facing Ray Nitschke. And it was a great story. Nitschke basically knocked him on his ass the first play and then laughed at him. <laughs> That's great. Oh, but anyway, goodness. I'll get out of here, guys. Keep up the good work, Jim. Nice meeting you, Keith. Thanks, buddy. Who day, buddy? Yeah. Bye-bye. Right, take, Thank you, Keith. You, Keith. That was right. a surprise, brother. I had not, I've, I've seen him on there before. So I didn't know he was coming on. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know what's going to happen on the show, man. Right show, man. Yeah. <laughs> Always keep you on your toes on the show here. That's exactly, right. exactly. I'm but, surprised well, they didn't bring up like Greg Cook or somebody like that who got injured so so early they could have had the 
a, a yeah, great I mean, career. It's funny. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff on social media, obviously, about uh, players they think that should be in the ring of honor, right? And, and there's a lot of names being thrown out. Uh, you know, Slim. Um, you know, all these – a lot of these guys, like Icky Woods. And, like, mm-hmm. these are these were great players, guys. These are great yeah. players. Um, I don't think they're – I don't, I don't think they're ring of honor worthy. Right. You know, yeah. Icky Woods didn't play very long. You know, he had an outstanding big impact yeah, for that year, and he got hurt in 89 against yeah. the Steelers. Um, get, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, there's going to be – whatever the Bengals do here, I'm very intrigued to see how many they put on, how they do it, the process. Is it going to yeah, be – Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm worried about. There, yeah. there was a great post. Who was it today? I can't remember, and I'm not taking credit for this. Somebody on Twitter posted um, – that when they do this induction into the ring of honor, that they do bright Bengal orange jackets with a Bengal, you know, like the hall of fame jackets, but yes. the orange Bengal yes. jacket with some sort yes. of Bengal tiger, the old yes. logo or something. That would be sweet. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I, that's a page page out of the reds. I mean, that's what the reds do when they get, yep. you know, the reds get inducted into the reds right. hall of fame. They get bright red coat. And that, that would be perfect to do that. Now, you know who the number one guy is going to be. I, I, he should be Paul Brown. He's got to be the first. That's mine. Oh. That's mine. Oh. It, it, yeah, I mean, and and just by because he's already in the Hall of Fame, to me, the next one's got to be Munoz, the greatest left tackle ever. Those those are one two, and then Ken Rod, Ken Anderson. Exactly. Oh, those I mean, first four, those first four should be no brainers. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny. You know, it's funny, guys. You hear, you know, the this the fan base at times doesn't think the, the organization's listening. I will tell you for a fact that the organization has always always listened to its fan base always. Now, whether they've taken action on some of these things or not uh, right. is a different story. But you are seeing a lot of changes here, guys. You got mm-hmm. new uniforms. We got rid of Marvin. Um, we drafted Joe Burrow. We we mm. there. There's new ownership in town, guys. Because, I mean, I know it's still the Brown family, but Katie and Troy, God bless Mike. You know, a great uh-huh. man wants to win as much as we do. I know people don't believe that, but he right. absolutely does. But you know. <laughs> the, the front office has got their stuff together, guys, and they're they're putting a lot of good things in place. And this is just the beginning. I'm just telling you, um, over the next few years, we're going to see some really cool stuff, man, stuff that might be overdue. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to focus on what should have been. Whatever's right. happening now, moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, let, let's but one thing, one thing I got to say, say, Jim, you, you, said, you said his name wrong. It's Joe freaking Burrow. That's right, brother. <laughs> well, you know what, Jim? I completely agree, man. I, I take heat on here just about every day because I met Mike Brown when I was like 12 years old, you know, and I get, I, I just knew he wanted to win. Uh, this was back when uh, Pickens and Darnay Scott, Jeff Blake era, you know, and I got to meet him. And, and you just you, you could tell the drive was there. And he t- he's, he's taken hell for years and years. And he doesn't want to win. He's cheap. He's, but at the end of the day, and I wanted to kind of get your take on this too before you have to roll out of here. I know you got stuff going on, man. But uh, you know, we've only got so many years left here in Cincinnati before we've got to figure out what we're going to do with the stadium. Well, how do you see the team going forward from here on out? I mean, I can't see Mike Brown saying, "Yeah, we're just going to be a loser. We're not going to spend any money." And then whatever happens, happens, and we'll just uh, you know Cincinnati's uh, the, the Bengals aren't Cincinnati anymore. Well, I, I can I can yeah. t- I can tell you again um, that Troy and Katie and the Brown family they love this city. They want to stay in Cincinnati. Um, they don't want a new stadium. 
they 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 want the county just to maintain what we've spent money on. They right. want to maintain it. That that's going to be the big issue here. And I can tell you, some of the things they're doing, Joe Burrow being drafted might save this team uh, staying in Cincinnati. That's Joe Burrow's mentality. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm telling you for a fact. For a fact, they want to stay in Cincinnati. Um, they're not asking for the earth, the moon, and the sun, like when they got the stadium, like the Reds and the Bengals both got those stadiums. Right. It's a matter of just maintaining what they got. Now, that costs money to do that, and the county and city are broke right now, but we got some time to figure this out. We got to have some success, and uh, Joe Burrow uh, is the start of that success. But, brother, I'm with you. I worked very hard on that issue one campaign many years ago, and uh, I put in a lot of hours on that thing for the Reds and Bengals both uh, right. because I'm a, I'm a Cincinnati first guy. But Yes, sir. No doubt. Um, you know, I'm excited the direction things are going with this organization. I know the wins and losses haven't added up the past few years, but um, I'm excited about the direction. The air is pointing up, in my oh, opinion. Awesome. We, we've yeah. talked about it on here a ton of times that, you know, the draft is coming up. and the But the more exciting part for me is free agency. I want – if they can get a guard and a tackle, you think that offensive line, dude. Joe Burrow – excuse me, I messed up my own word. You, Joe you see, freaking Burrow. I'm bringing you down. To, yeah, I know. Joe Freakenborough is going to lead us to the promise that <laughs> because you can see, uh, we, we, you and me have had this conversation before, Jim. They have the the shiny toy. They got Joe Freakenborough. They got the secondary. I mean, it's not great linebackers. They're not great. They're good. They they need to fix that defensive line and the offense line. You fix that, we're gonna dude, we're gonna make some dude, noise next year. We're they, gonna make some serious. They they will be addressing that offensive line. You'll see. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the other thing is. I want to get it out there real quick before I let you go because I know me and Jeremy take a lot of heat for this because we are 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 fans of CJ. Sama. And people say we need to need to replace him. I'm like, I think we're good at tight end. I, I mean I wouldn't mind picking up one in the third or fourth they, round they you know, need, as a backup, but they got sample and, and, and CJ. They need a little depth there, but not, not, nobody to come in. They're, they're not draft, in my opinion. Uh, they're not drafting a, a tight end uh, early no. in this draft, that's for sure. No. No, I don't. I don't think so. I I'm think if they fix, I think if they fix the offensive line through free agency. I think there's a chance we might get Jamar Chase. That we might will be see, the, brother. We will see. All yeah. right, Jimmy, I'm gonna let you go. I appreciate you jumping on. Who day, guys? Love you, man. Thanks again, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. That means a lot. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Hey, Who day? Who day? Take it easy. Well, that was cool. Well, that, that was fun. I mean. You can't beat that, dude. You can't beat it. You can't beat somebody that's that got a little bit of inside knowledge, a little bit of this. He's doing some awesome things for the ring. He's doing, you know, <sighs> that's awesome. I mean, you, you don't get that just anywhere else. I can tell you that right now. You know, Bengal Jim's got some knowledge, bro. Exactly. All right. I want to bring in uh, Chris Bengal. What's up, Chris? What's going on, brother? Hey, Chris. Hey, bud. Boo, you did not put me on when he was on L because I was but I'm gonna be very professional here and I'm gonna and there's gonna be some good things and then if you don't mind when he was talking about having that big O'Reilly in June, if you don't mind with COVID nineteen going on, I like to say a prayer. You know, send a blessing up there for that. Um uh, full sauce. I'm I just don't want to get emotional, but when I first Back in, okay, I don't know how much time I got, but I'm going to tell you how I become a Bengals fan, okay? Um, back in 88, 
my mom's husband at the time, um, my sister's dad, I forgot what county it was, but he was a big Bengals fan. So we left, and Gary Heath, my sister's dad, we left Georgia, and we huh? live in uh, we live in Ohio for two years, and then when they got into a divorce, we left and we came that back to Georgia on a Greyhound bus. I had never stopped. My mom always loved the Codles of the Bengals, and and just watching you know a little bit at the old you know the old Bengals. When I came to Georgia, you know. Don't get me wrong. I went away from the Bengals from, I think, 1990 to maybe 97 because I got so, I guess, addicted to being a Falcons fan. But don't get me wrong. You know, for my mom's sake, I always, you know, kept up with the Bengals. And then you have Michael Vick era downhill. But to be honest with you, it's about damn time. I know when I first met um, – Jim, it was since the next day, you know, I was just looking, I was impressed about how the stadium looked, how beautiful the city was. And I just want to apologize as I, as I got on social media and bug Jim and bug everybody so much about getting off the AWS to do something to put some of the Bengals great into the Hall of Fame because I knew right then and there the Hall of Fame people don't probably don't give a shit because that's, they look at it and say, well, there's no marketing in Cincinnati. They haven't done anything. Well, Cleveland didn't do anything either. So, so it's, I just want to apologize to Bengal Jim and say, I got in anybody by his nobs. I just was probably one of the few people down here in the South that came up there during that little cold game, you know, against Chicago Bells. You know, I apologize that I got anybody's nose, but I'm just happy. No, you're fine. You're fine, that, you're fine Chris. I, 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 honestly, I don't, I don't really think that – I'm not trying to cut you off, but people listening don't know what you're talking about. So I know, I know. That's why. Of, that's why I wish. That's why I just wish. No, I, I understand that. I understand that, and I don't care if they don't know it. But I just, I just want to say this, and maybe Jim would come back and finish watching this. You know this. The, you know this, so he'd get the message. Because I was gonna, you know, I, I was just gonna get the message to him. But right. I just want, I just want to say my Dawson Proyos for that June to get everybody. And 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 I don't have no bail money, so please, y'all, please don't get in trouble like the people then in the Capitol, like y'all stole me in the, uh, the Hall of Fame. So don't be doing that because I don't got no bail money to bail everybody out. <laughs> right, but Chris. but um, but to be honest with you, Ken, it, it's it, it's sad that Ken Riley, you know, number five, yeah, you know, look at what he did. You know, look what he did, and it's 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 sad, and um, and it's sad that nobody out here don't see the Bengals pass. Yeah, you know, and I just hope and pray that the players from the past finally get you know get their um get their dues before time before it's too late. And 
I want every Bengals player that's, you know, that's alive to get their dues before they pass away. And then they say, oh, you know, all of a sudden they get their dues. I want them to be in person and get their little Hall of Fame speech. And that'd be awesome. And um, I may change my plans. I probably still come up there. I can go on and come up there two times. So I'm still coming up there for my boss day. But I may slant, change my plans and come up there June instead of coming up to the first Bengals game of the year. I mean, I want to see Joe Boyer play, but I really when he, when y'all say that that's coming up, that was news to me. And being there with the Bengals great players and everybody, and then y'all say going to have a drink. That 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 is priceless. So yeah, it should um, be good time. So I got to do lots and lots of thinking. And then once my brand new 2019 Nisa called, I got finally got a good call. So um, I'm gonna be driving it up there. So um, I got some thinking to do. And um, um, to you and Jeremy, y'all have a good um, Valentine's weekend with y'all's uh, wife. And um, um, yeah, yeah, just have a good Valentine's weekend. And um, I'm sorry to run, you know, what I was saying. I just want to get things off my yeah. chest, and I hope. No problem. Hope that, I just hope that he comes. I just hope that Jim will come back. And if you don't mind, tell him to watch the rest of the video I see left and yep, let him see what I've got to say. So, um, God, God bless. And I'll let y'all know because I'm going to choke up because I really love y'all Bengals. I love the Cincinnati. And that's what I say. I, you know, I got a living will downhill that when I die, I want my ashes dumping the Cincinnati River across the street from the stadium. So uh, that's in my will. So right, y'all be good. Chris, be good. I, pre- I appreciate the call. We got we got other people trying to get on, but I appreciate you. And, and I understand you're a big Bengals fan, dude. All right. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. <laughs> Keithy, what's up? You're back. What up, Keith? Hey, man. Just a couple things. Uh, getting ready to hit the gym. That was my buddy that called my ride. But – Jeff, I wanted to let you know, I've been watching Blue Jackets hockey. I'm not Uh-oh. nearly as well-versed in it as Bengals football or Reds basketball. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this, since I've been watching it, it's like soccer. If soccer was a real sport <laughs> and you like to watch paint dry, but <laughs> hockey is actually enjoyable. Yes. You I, appreciate was, yeah, the defense fun. a lot uh-huh. more than mm-hmm. in soccer. And you, Other thing, and you get to watch somebody get her ass kicked. So that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Basically, soccer is hockey with all the good stuff taken out of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, like, the only reason I ever got into hockey, my, my son is the reason I got into hockey. I had no clue about hockey. And he got into hockey and wanted to play it. I'm like, all right. I had to figure out where and where you play. And once you figure out the rules, it's actually fun to watch. It's a fast pace. I'm at people are like, oh, you don't score that much. I'm like, yeah, but you. The way they move the puck around, they hit. I mean, it's if you watch, if you can actually pay attention to the way it's supposed to work. Well, you know the, what the, the, you know what the biggest awesome. problem? You Stop. know what the biggest problem with it is? It doesn't transfer to TV, TV. Oh, yeah. like other sports. Oh, you yeah, don't definitely. realize the speed until you mm-hmm. see it in person. Yes. That, that, the that, other that thing, is the truth. The other I'm thing is – Go ahead. The other thing I wanted to bring up is – Jeff, I think we finally may have gotten our wish. I think David Bell might get it. I think signing D. Gordon was a move towards that. Now, if David Bell is smart, 
Now you've got a guy, you got three guys that you can stick in that lineup that can steal you a base, in my opinion. You got him, Akiyama, and Senzel. Right. Who can manufacture runs if you get a mind to do it? So you think Last Gordon's gonna be the, the shortstop? I think he's probably gonna win by default. Yeah, that, that would be I see I am that, that's that's the part that irritates the crap out of me is yeah. that's the one position that they needed to really address. You know, I mean we knew they weren't gonna sign Trevor Bauer, but you at least gotta you gotta fix address the shortstop, and there were guys available. And you're I mean, Gordon's a utility player. I mean, really, he's not he's not really a starter, but I mean he like you said, by default, he might be our shortstop between him and, and uh uh Garcia. It's kind of what I'm thinking, but here, here's the thing, though, and I'm not saying this will happen, but Seattle tried to turn this guy into a center fielder. Right. People forget this guy was an all-star. I think he was a four-time all-star, led the league in stolen bases, American League twice. Or, right. Yeah, uh, I was, I was thinking nice. him, him and, uh, and uh, Gregorius. I, I'd always get them confused. <laughs> I don't know why. But um, the other thing is, real quick story, I was reminded of this when Jim was talking about meeting Mike Brown. I met Marge Schott. And I met her the day they made her sell the Reds. Oh, really? My car was broke down. They had the meeting at the Holiday Inn Riverfront down in Covington. Right. And I was waiting on a bus. And I saw this little heavy set old lady walking towards a big black Buick. And I walked over to her. And I had heard the news on the radio. I said, hey, Miss Shot, I just want to let you know, I think we're getting rid of the wrong owner. Right. At least you'll spend money. Yeah. True, true story. She says, they're getting rid of me because they hate me, babe. <laughs> because I'm abroad. They hated me from day one because I'm abroad. They hated Shotzi one. They hate Shotzi two. They've been trying to get rid of me this whole time. Right. I said, well, I just wanted to tell you, you know, I don't know if the stuff they say about you is true or not, but I do know you're trying to win. Yeah. I'll, I'll give her credit for that. I'm a grown-ass man, right? Right. She reaches up like you do a baby, pinches my cheek, <laughs> and goes, Shotzi's got something for you, babe. <laughs> Reaches in her coat pocket, pulls out two packages of red trading cards. One of them from, was from a giveaway like three years before. The other one was from the year before. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all awesome. player. Did, I, was, she, I, was she carrying her uh, St. Bernard's with her at the time, or was she just leaving a game? I, unless they were in the car, she didn't have no. This she was coming out of the meeting where they had made her. Oh, saw the river. River. oh okay. okay. Oh, gotcha. okay. All right. Yeah, I I didn't know that until after the fact. I knew they had made, her, and I put two and two together. It's like, well, why the hell would she be coming out of Holiday Inn Riverfront? <laughs> right. Said, oh, that's probably where they had the meeting. Yeah, I actually have a an autograph over there on the wall that my great aunt and uncle, because you know, Smart Shot would always sit in the blue seats, and you go down and you talk to her and you get the autograph. Well, she signed it, Smart Shot, and then she signed signed Shotzi, put a, a dog paw on it. So it's it's a framed napkin, but I, I mean, I had it like my I don't know, I was 10, 11, something like that when my my great aunt and uncle got it for me. I, oh, I yeah. was a huge, well, I'm still a huge Reds fan, but uh. Yeah, I, 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 she was, she was just an old woman, man. <laughs> she, she had her flaws just like everybody else does. But the thing I liked about her, 
and I hated about Carl in there. She wanted to win, and she'd do anything to try and win. Carl Lindner wanted to sign two guys. He wanted to sign Junior and Larkin, and that's it. And expected, oh, us dumbass Reds fans, they'll get us go to the game and watch the Blues, but we can watch Ken Griffey Jr. Like, they don't want to win. Well, <laughs> like, well, here's the difference. Lindner, it was a monetary investment. Marge, it was an investment, emotional investment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She loved the team. Yeah, and she got blasted a lot in the media, but at the end of the day, she wanted she she, she wanted to win. She was a actually from from your story and from other stories I've heard about Marge Shot, she was a very kind woman when it came to speaking with the fans, uh, her family, just everyday life. It was a little different. She get she got a lot of guff from the inside of every, and you never know how it worked out, but I loved her myself. I, I, well, I really did. I, I'm going to say this. People don't know this because I, I don't look it. I'm a fifth black. My wife is black. I don't know if she actually said the things that she said. And if she did, I'm not defending her saying them. Right, but you also have to take into account people born in that era would say those words, and it wasn't necessarily a slur. It was just a way. Second language. Yeah. And uh, I know this for a fact because my grandfather had one of his best friends was a black man, and he was from that era. Right. And he was commonly referred to as racial slur Joe. Right. right. And, you know, it wasn't meant in a insulting way. But. And like well, I said, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, no, no, just saying yeah, people need to take the time, the time into consideration when they talk about people. Right, exactly. Well, yep. now, now everybody gets offended over everything now. So <laughs> that's, yeah, you can't, that's, oh. the, that's the cool thing to do, get offended by it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You called somebody by the wrong pronoun. Right, exactly, yep. exactly. All right, I, Keith, he's always appreciated, brother. Later, guys. Take it hey, easy. Hey, man. Thanks, Matt. All righty. Well, this has been an interesting show. Now, did you see that Jesse Bates, who we all think got should have been actually, there's that nothing should have no, no, he should have been a Pro Bowl selection. No. Pro Football Focus has him ranked ninety point zero. Top 25 or top, yeah, top 25 in the NFL this year. Didn't get on the Pro Bowl first team. Didn't get on the Pro Bowl second team. Didn't get mentioned at all. So again, it's the Bengals getting snubbed, which is bull crap. It is. And, you know, it isn't like you're talking about the top 25 safeties Hmm. in the league. Players. You're talking about. Players, Tom right. Brady, uh, yeah, just anybody you want to talk about. Top 25 player doesn't get to the Pro Bowl, doesn't get an honorable mention. I think Pro Football Focus uh, gave him some sort of a who gives a rep, you know what, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but that's about all he got. It's it, it, it just that's what worries me, and that's what I was you know, kind of bringing up with Jim a little earlier, seeing his thoughts on it, because my gosh, 
these players are playing at top level, a lot of them. And, and then we went down, of course, all the Hall of Famers that should be in the Hall of Fame. But look at a guy like Jesse Bates. Say he has the rest of his career. Say he's got uh, eight years left. Right. Plays the same way. Mm-hmm. Top of the league just about every year. He ain't going to a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. because he, he, he won't have went to a Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Right. He wouldn't have been an honorable mention. He, he wouldn't. Yeah. It's sick. It's disgusting, it's man. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't. Dude, honestly, I have a hard time naming three better safeties than him, to be honest, that are better than him. I, there's some that are they're, they're on the same level. Yeah. But, I mean, he. I'm not saying he's the best safety in the league, but he's definitely top five. He for is. sure. And, it, and I don't know. And he was, honestly, until Joe Burrow got hurt, he – Bates was the bright spot of the Bengals this year. I mean, I don't know if you, I, I posted it on Bengals Brigade, but they had the, uh, I found the, um, it was also on um, um, Who Day Nation, too. I actually took it from Who Day Nation and put it on Bengals Brigade. Um, but they had the uh, the interview with him on Pro, uh, or not Pro, um, Good Morning Football. And dude, it was, he was rep, repping the city. He was wearing a Cincinnati red hat. I, I don't know. I'm just like, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. And just listen to him talk. And he grew up a sing- with a, a single mom uh, household. And he's just very, very humble. And he wants to be the leader of the defense. You know, this is his third, well, three years already. This 2021 going will be his fourth year in the league. Right. Uh, how he, he is ready to step up and be a voice and be the leader of the defense. And just that mindset is, is what you need to win championships. You need more guys like that. You know, you need guys like Joe Burrow on the offense, Jesse base on defense, fix the rest of it. And let's go win a couple of Super Bowls. Yeah. You well, you got Joe Burrow. You got Joe Mixon. He's a big, he's the one of the biggest Cincinnati fans. And you know, you've also got, I don't know if you saw the picture, a guy took with Jesse Bates somewhere in uh, uh, Ohio, uh, probably around a, a condo he has or something. Uh, right. You know, taking the time out during a pandemic to take a picture with a guy. And I mean, I, it, it's, it's a shame. It really is. But you know what cures all that is winning. If we start winning, Jesse Bates won't be uh, one of the fifth best safeties in the league, top 25 player in the league with no Pro Bowl. If we, if we were winning, if we won this year, got to the playoffs, he would have been in the Pro Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. And we could probably talk about quite a few other players if they stay healthy this year. If we get to the playoffs, we're going to see a lot more Pro Bowlers in Cincinnati. And that's what I loved what, uh, you know, Bengal Jim was saying. That's what I was asking about, you know, kind of as we get closer to 2025, what he's thinking, you know, what he sees. And for him to say, you know, to, to say something I already knew, I guess, but to reiterate it, that Mike Brown wants to win. He wants to win now. We are going to sign players in the offseason. We are going to draft the right guys, and we have got to win and want to win now. Yeah, we then that's a narrative that has to be put out there more, you know, that Mike Brown does want to win, and and he doesn't want to move the team from Cincinnati. No. They love it here. They want to stay here. They, you know, this is their home. Yeah, he wants to win. He wants to do this for us, and he does. Listen, he doesn't always do everything that we want, but no. who does? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, 
This is my show. I don't do everything that you think I should do on the show. <laughs> you no. Know? I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just the way it is. Other, all the other teams, you know, and right. I, I know I take all kinds of crap. I'm a Mike Brown sympathizer and all this. But all I know is if I'm a businessman, and he is because his daddy was a hell of a one and a football coach, yep. and he's got kids now that were raised up in it, he mm-hmm. doesn't want to be a loser and end up nope. losing the team. That's not what he wants. And you can call me a sympathizer if you want, but he's changed his ways, and we're going to oh, find has. out. And, that, and that's, and that's and what he, drives me nuts. He already has. Yeah, yeah right. that's what drives me People are like, and I'll post stuff on – on different you know, who day nation or, or, or Bengals nation or, or Bengals brigade or whatever. And, and you know, Oh, well, that's not going to happen. They're not going to Mike Brown's not going to spend any money. I'm like, do you guys remember last year? They spent a lot of money. I guarantee you they're going to spend a lot of money this off season. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen because they, they, they know what they have in Joe Burrow and they know what they want to do. They really now, do. And this up. Go ahead. Yeah. I just want to get this comment up here. Oh yeah. Trevor. Uh, he's, New, uh, welcome to the show. At least I don't remember you ever. I'm so tired of games are one in the trenches. Let's get the get that right, then get some toys. Well, then I don't think you've watched our show very much because <laughs> games are one in the trenches, Trevor. <laughs> they are, and we have toys. We have a really big one. His name's Joe Burrow. We got two other ones named T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. We got another one named Joe Mixon. We got plenty of toys. We need offensive and defensive linemen. Did you see the Super Bowl? Kansas City's offensive line played terrible. That's the reason they lost. That is the biggest reason they lost because the Buccaneers got pressure on them. So yes, yeah. it, it always you know I'm back. To, I mean I'm back to saying defense wins championships. I think the Buccaneers just proved it again. Defense wins championship games are one of the trenches. Yeah. They are. <laughs> you know you. You can be tired of hearing it all you want, but it's the truth, man. I mean, that's how you win football games. You, the essence of a football game, and, and I, 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 this is this is uh, Stink, who you know he's on. Uh, well, he was on ESPN. He's on Fox now, but anyway, he says you got to take a guy and make him move against his will. That's the essence of football, and that is what happens on every single snap in the trenches. The offensive and defensive lines. That's where the game is won and lost. It's been like that since Paul Brown started it. It's like that now with Zach Taylor as the coach. That hasn't changed. You can do all the different bubble screens and different uh, uh, wildcat formations and all this other stuff. If you don't win in the trenches, you're not winning. You, You know what? And this is the way I look at it with the Kansas City Chiefs. They had their offensive line do certain things to even give Mahomes a little pass rush. And then they had the play worked out to, okay, this is what's going to happen. So Mahomes is going to roll out this way, and I want you wide receivers, as soon as he starts to move, you're looking back at him to cut this way, this way. And there's always a receiver open when he's out. But – when you've got a defense that takes them out of what you were just talking about, Jeff, that 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 feeling comfortable zone that they're in, that they want the defense, they want them over here so he can come here or he can come up here and do a little fling pass, a little side pass. They completely shut all that down. And that's the only way you can do it in the NFL is keep your quarterback completely healthy, have one hell of a game play, game call. 
a coordinator and a great defensive line to get after him because a great defense will make your cornerbacks look good every oh. Sunday. All right, Trevor said, I guess he's clarifying. He said, that's exactly what I meant, Jeff. Like, let's build these lines, then get toys. All right, well, then I, I read it wrong. So, well, my bad. I, I apologize. Yes. I, I thought oh, we were going to get toys. Wait, we're, we're going we're going to take care of the offensive line hopefully free agency and then we're not going to forget about because the defense trust I, me I, I, yeah i want the free i want I, I would love it if we dude if you could add which i don't think we're going to get him but i, I think they blew it we could add shaq barrett <laughs> you could add him and then you add tooney and then like morton or or or, or trent williams dude that would help so those three guys would help a ton you know, cause and, and you resign Willie J three, which actually you had a little story on on Willie J three, didn't you? Some rumor um, that you heard Willie J three. Uh, I actually it was Carl Lawson. Um, that's what I'm what? thinking here. He, he's you heard him going to a certain team that we can't stand. Oh, 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 yes, yes. My bad. Um, Carl Lawson. Has up to five teams looking at him. That's that's what I was thinking of there. But a team that is also looking into WJ3 would be the Pittsburgh Scoilers. And I just, with our salary cap space, I do not see us giving up WJ3 to the Squealers whatsoever. Lawson... I don't see him getting a ton of money offered to him. And if he doesn't, I think we can match his contract. And then I think we can get Tooney. I think we can get Morton. And then I think we can probably get a pass rusher. But like you were saying, it's kind of hard to pay Shaq Barrett $12 million a year now, 14 well, when we could have had him for seven. Oh, was it seven? I thought, I thought it was 14 before. I, I mean, no, two years, $14 million. Seven, ah, okay, I, I got seven million a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got seven that. million a year. So you know, if he's coming at us now, one fourteen million a year, I I just see the Bengals kind of saying, "My gosh, what have we done?" And and I I can't blame that on Mike Brown. I can't blame it on Zach Taylor or whoever it was at the time he came in. Shaq Barrett said, "I put all my eggs in Cincinnati's basket." He mm -hmm. was going to sign a two-year, fourteen million dollar contract, guaranteed. And the doctor said his shoulders were screwed up. So, you know, there, there's a little bit to blame everywhere, I guess, when it comes to that. But at the end of the day, the doctor is going to have to be the one to answer, in yeah. my opinion. Exactly. Now, Crown said he, he sees that uh, <clears throat> in some places, Tooney might go to Baltimore. Man, look, it's the offseason. This, this is, like I said, I said this yesterday's show. This is the hot stove of the NFL. There's going to be so many... Rumors. I mean, if you like rumors and mock drafts and also this is your time of year because there's going to be so many different mock drafts. The Bengals are going to draft Jamar Chase. Nope, the, this one says the Bengals are going to draft Slayer. Nope, this one says they're going to draft Sewell. Oh, Tooney's going to go here. But, you know, it's it's fun. I mean, trust me, it's fun. I mean, Russell Wilson, now they're saying he might get traded, which there's no way in hell Seattle's trading Russell Wilson. But, I mean, it's just there's so many – Things that could happen, and there's so many quarterbacks that are available. There's so many. I mean, it's a fun time if you like following this stuff. So we're gonna hear well, lots, lots of rumors. Yeah, I, I, I've seen 
uh, five mock drafts, and we're taking five different players. Right. Uh, exactly. I even read a report today on one of the the groups, anyway, that said um, the Bengals may get lucky with the Sam Darnold trade with the Jets trying to trade Sam Darnold. And a guy posted, we don't want Sam Darnold. We don't need him as a backup. He's he's going to cost way too much. And that is not what the post what was the about. Was. Yeah, I, I posted that and somebody said that. I'm like, yeah, that, okay, that there what you, the story okay. is about. Okay, yeah, exactly. They didn't understand it at all. So yeah, that's yeah. why you have to you have to read the articles and not just the uh, headline. <laughs> there you go. Because yeah, he was completely confused there, and it's right. not got anything to do with Sam Darnold coming. It's got them going to need a quarterback, which is going to leave us yep. either Chase or Sewell, Sewell or yeah. Slater, whatever. So I mean, the thing, the thing, I, I got a question. Let's just say, let's just put this scenario there. I think there's a very good chance there's going to be there could be four quarterbacks taken. I mean, all four teams could take a quarterback. It, 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 you know, depending on who trades in, who trades out, stuff like that. There's a very good chance that could happen. So let's just say the four teams in front of us all take quarterbacks. You've got Sewell there, you got Slater there, and you got Chase there. Who are you taking? And Devontae Smith, even. And Devontae <laughs> Smith. Yep. And Pitts. All and the guys Pitt. that Everybody, all of them are sitting there. Who are you taking? I'm moving back. If I can go back two or three spots, and then I'm going to take the best available, whether it be offensive lineman or wide receiver. That's that's where I am. And, and get an extra third, fourth round pick. Fourth round, probably. But what about you? That That's not a bad idea. I mean, I always, like you said, to me, I always preface it because it takes, it depends on what they do in free agency for me. But so, like, I, what I hope they do is they sign a left tackle and a guard. And then, like you said, if all of them are sitting there, then yeah, if you drop back, you know, say, you know, somebody wants to go up and get Sewell or somebody, you know, they want to get one of those guys, we could drop back, get another pick. You know, I'm not saying a big drop, just drop to, you know, no, three, maybe or seventh. Yeah. Pick. Yeah. Those yeah. guys, those guys will still be there. Chase will be there. Smith will be oh. there. So like one of them will still be there, and you can oh, get them. Yeah. Plus, you're going to add a, a pick. I wouldn't be bad. But what? I, but but just. But I mean, I. I would love. I mean, honestly, if we could get two first round picks, and we get Sue and we get Chase, I, I would. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. But that's that's a pipe dream. That is not going to happen. But that's the thing. I was like, we we got. Now it's not till April 29th. There's so many things that are going to happen between now and then. I mean, because tomorrow. Trevor Lawrence is having his his pro day, you know. He's doing that tomorrow, so he's getting uh, surgery on his on his left shoulder, not his not his right shoulder. But he's doing that tomorrow. So, that, yeah. and that's the thing, since there's not going to be a a combine this year, that you know pro days are going to be huge, and it's going to be the due diligence of the scouts and the coaches to really watch tape this year, which I'm I'm interested in this because. To me, I I, lo- I I like the combine. I think it's fun to watch, but sometimes I think these guys put too much emphasis on what they do in shorts and a t-shirt instead of what they've done on the field. John you know? Ross, exactly, exactly. I mean, you look, you can run a four. Oh, this guy can run a four five. This guy can run the four three. He can jump this. What what do you do on tape? What do you do during the game against you know high quality players? 
that's to me where they're going to have to base it on. And that's what they used to base it on all the time until they started doing this combine, which there's nothing wrong with the combine, but I just think they put too much of an emphasis on that sometimes instead of what he did playing football, not a track star. Yeah. You know, as far as I'm concerned, us not having a combine this year is not going to hurt us that much because a pro day is pretty much a combine, but individually. So, yeah. You know, uh, and you say Lawrence is having his tomorrow? Yep, tomorrow. It's Will that NFL be televised? Network. Yep, on NFL Network. Okay, all right. And what you kind of, I'm like, I am curious if Joe freaking Burroughs was on NFL Network last year because I, I don't remember. I know I wanted to watch it and I, and I missed it for some reason. You know, I don't know, but I'm I'm interested in that. I want to see Fields and. Oh yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they'll have some. I want to see Chase too. I want to see what he looks like. I really do too. Yes, that that's a big one because I, I just think he's a no brainer with his size. He's not injury prone. You know, uh, even though, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Chase to the end of the world because he was with Burrow. They made magic happen. Mm-hmm. But then Devin Smith or Deontay Smith, whatever, is he's gonna. I have a feeling he's a great route runner, even at his size. He's going to surprise a ton of people, maybe be one of the best. <clears throat> but I don't see Chase being very far behind, if at all. I guess you can put it that way. Well, especially if Burrow is throwing to him. <laughs> exactly. All right. Dallas says if we get a dominant defensive line, we'll be awesome. I remember the year we were number two in the league in defense. Yeah. Sir. And that. It wasn't that long ago. It doesn't seem that long ago. It's probably uh-huh. longer than I think. But all right, Matt, what do you think of our situation? What do you think our situation is like at cornerback? Some people say we should pick someone up in the second round. Our cornerback situation, in my opinion, yes, we can. You can always improve it, but there's more needs, bigger needs on the offensive and defensive line. Those are two biggest things. Because yeah. if you can fix. The defense line, you can consistently get pressure on that quarterback. It makes the cornerback's job a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. And if we take, if we sign everybody we've got right now, we're going to have WJ3. We're going to have Mackenzie Alexander, who played great. We're going to have Trey Waynes, who didn't play at all, <laughs> who didn't get to play at all, who's a shutdown first round, fifth, fifth round pick. And we're going to have Darius Phillips, who is, I tell you what, he's a ball hawk. He gets beat here or there, but as a backup, that kid's a ball hawk. So you're going to have him. LaShawn Sims is going bye-bye. We may bring in somebody free agency-wise, that kind of deal. Maybe take a cornerback in the fourth, fifth round, even something. Um, but I, I, if we can get to that quarterback, mm-hmm. our cornerbacks are just fine. That's the mm-hmm. way I yeah, Gamer says the NFL Network this morning had issues with Zoom last year. That's why the interview with Joe Burrow wasn't on there. Well, tomorrow isn't an interview with Trevor Lawrence. They're actually putting his pro day on. Yeah, that's, uh, what that's what's on the NFL Network. But yeah, I do. I, I they, they they said that when you talk about their gamer, they said that on their interview with um, uh, Jesse Bates yesterday, and and they gave Burrow props. They're like he wasn't upset. He was nice, calm, and cool, and. That's Joe Burrow, man. He's Joe. He's Joe Cool. I mean, he, he really is. And I'm like, I I, I can't. I like. Oh, I cannot wait. I, 
football season's over, I'm ready for it to start. <laughs> I, I'm hoping this pandemic, they get it under control. We can have OTAs. We can have the regular draft. We can all go to the stadium. We can tailgate with Bengal Jim and go watch the Bengals go to the Super Bowl in 2021, baby! And right. <laughs> hope that Burrow is back game one, 100%, no questions Absolutely. asked, with Absolutely. a great line. Oh, he, oh he will, he'll be back, and we are going to have a great line. He okay. will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now, the Reds are actually getting started. Uh, MLB, let's see here. They released this yesterday. Everything's set. They will, All 30 teams have a full schedule. On Thursday, they announced the regular season times for all teams for the 2021 regular season. So that, that's good. They got there's no talk of pushing the baseball season back. Spring training is going to start. I don't know if they're going to have fans or what's going on. I'm hoping to open this stuff up and let us go watch a baseball game. I mean, I'm fired up about you know football, but the thing is, I, I, I this year with the Reds is like I want to be fired up, but it's really hard because just the disappointment of last year. And the disappointment that they really haven't done anything. I mean, they signed Doolittle, who hopefully he does a lot. Ah, Not a little. Ah. But it's just, and they did not really address the shortstop. I know Keith's talking about Goodwin, who they signed, which, hey, hopefully, you know, maybe he he can be. But I don't see it. I mean, to be honest, I think he's more of a utility guy. And I, I, you know, I think we might, Bell might get what he wants. He gets to mix and match shortstops every other day. But, I, I mean, I want to be excited. I really do. I was, I was so fired up last year for for the for the Reds for everything that they did, the guys they had coming in, the pitching staff we had, you know. And now this year's just like, all right, we lost Bauer, which we all knew we weren't going to sign him. We didn't, you know, do it. And the thing is, it's it's not like we're going to be a terrible team. We still should be a pretty darn good team with the guys that we have. But it just, I don't feel the excitement that I did last year. Not maybe one. Spring training starts, and I start watching some games and stuff. You know, I might get the itch. You know, like all right, let's go. I think it's gonna be good, but I don't know. It's just kind of, it's just kind of disappointing. We're kind of just kind of rolling, and you know, we're not rolling in the season. We're kind of just rolling in the season, not rolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and I can see where you're coming from. You know, and and especially with the Reds kind of leading everybody on, like oh, uh, they might we may take Didi or uh, uh, we may take Rosario or uh, um, and and none of it happens. And the next thing you find out, you take do little and that's about it, which at the end of the day, you know, last year's playoff team kind of, uh, was a complete bore. 22 um, scoreless innings, innings. <laughs> with zilch. So, Nothing. you know, you never know. Maybe he'll he'll change the scheme up this year. But you know, they put a few things out there in front of us, like a little carrot, you know, uh, and and nothing really came of it. So I, I mean, the thing is, I don't know. You, you don't dress up. You don't dress up tur- a turd so much, you know. You don't dress up so much. You want to see? It's a turd. And sure. I'm sorry, not, I'm not calling David Bell a turd, but. I don't think he's going to change. I've seen him two years, and I don't see any difference from one year to the next. And, dude, if you ever hear him do an interview, 
It tries. It tries to be the Bill, Bill Belichick of, of baseball. Well, you know, we we didn't we didn't really hit today, guys. You know, we 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 got to swing. You know, more make more contact, and our pitching wasn't there. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll get it the next day. Like that that guy really makes me want to play for him. Yeah, I was, I'm just and that to me that's the the easiest thing and the thing I think should have happened. The talent David Bell had. I don't give a crap. It was only sixty games. You can't go twenty two innings in the playoffs and not score. You should get fired. You should get exactly. fired. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't know why they did. Now, ninety percent of the baseball teams would have fired them. Twenty-two yep. innings. Twenty-two yep. innings. You scored nothing. I, I don't see how he still has a job. And, and what has he done in the two years? Yes, he got the Reds to the playoffs, but damn, everybody made the playoffs last last year. You know. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, yeah. I mean, and and now this year we get David Bell again with the loss travel uh of trevor and you know and then well we're gonna get dd we're gonna but nothing ever came out of it so there's not a you know at least in baseball you, you normally get that one guy maybe on your team that you all right we got him i'm buying his jersey anyway and i'm hoping he hits 50 home runs or uh but it i don't know man it, we're, we'll see you never know we may be completely wrong well, yeah, which is fine. I'll be glad to be completely wrong. I mean, the thing is, we have the talent to compete. We have the talent to to make some noise in, in, yep. in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, we, we do. You add a couple pieces, you know, if the season goes on, you never know what could happen. We could go go to the World Series. Yeah, but the whole philosophy to me has got to change, and it hasn't. I mean, they're going to do the same thing they've done the last two years, and I mean, I, I haven't heard one single thing about you know them changing. Anything. I mean, they didn't add anybody. They didn't, you know, they didn't change anybody in the coaching staff. They didn't change David Bell. I mean, it's just, I don't know. That's one thing. I'm just, I'm having a hard time. I want to be excited for the Reds. I want to. I, I'm like, I love opening day. It's one of the funnest times oh. here in Cincinnati. I mean, it should be a, a, a citywide holiday. No kids should have to go to school. Nobody has to work. We all just go down to the parade and have fun and celebrate the Reds. But, you know, I just don't want it to be a dud, and, and and I got a bad feeling it's going to be. I just do. Uh, I I hope I'm wrong. Yep, me too, man. Me well, too. I think we're going to roll on out of here, Jeremy D. What do you think? I'm ready to rock, brother. You go ahead, man. All right, man. Well, I just want to invite you guys to all the Facebook groups that we are live streaming on. Uh, they're Hootie Nation, Ohio State Bucknuts, and I think we're on Bengals Nation today. Maybe, maybe not. Don't know. Um, I, I think we are on Bengals nation as uh, a post, but we're on there. Yes. Cool. Well, shout out to them. And then, uh, you guys can join my groups. They are Bengals brigade, Bearcat ruckus, radical reds. And then the ice bar, the ice bar is a page. Like I said, me and Jeremy, just silly show page. We do silly TikToks, silly memes. It's a virtual bar, you know, build up, build up the bar. We have some conversations. It's kind of cool. Um, follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and like I said, me and this idiot here do TikToks. Um, I tried to get it on the podcast yesterday, but I, I messed it all up. I will do better, and I'll get it on the podcast tonight. Make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I'm on BeanPod, Apple Tunes, uh, pretty much where you guys get your podcast, Spotify. YouTubers, right? 831. 
We're getting so close. Make sure you guys tell everybody, tell your friends, tell your neighbors about Sports Strawberries. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit that thumbs up, which I have no thumbs up whatsoever. Nobody likes the show today. <laughs> Poor Bengal Jim. Exactly. Poor Bengal Jim. It's all his fault. Jeremy T, you ready to roll on out of here? I sure am, my brother. And just to reiterate again what he said, guys. If you're watching from Bucknuts or a Bengals group or Reds group, it doesn't matter. Make sure you jump on Sports with Strawberry Ice YouTube. Give us a like. Those likes mean a lot. Don't don't ask me why. I've just heard it myself. So is so J- Jeff has as well. Somebody so, a lot smarter than us told us that. <laughs> yeah, it's with. And, and, you know, I believe, what was it, uh, Natty, that was explaining the, the algorithm. It just it, yeah. it helps with everything. So if you guys would go on there, you know, keep leaving your comments here on the show. The comments help a ton, but the likes help just as much. And watch it on YouTube. It, on YouTube, yes. On Sports mm-hmm. with Strawberry Ice on YouTube. My bad, yes. I didn't I, – yes, not the page. Go to YouTube. Give us like. Just hit the yeah, like button. I'll get, I'll get 200-something views on the Strawberry Ice page. Like easy, I, I'll have that many when we get off of here. Exactly, but I want but, them on the YouTube channel. Yes, but I appreciate you guys watching wherever you watch. Definitely, definitely. But it's absolutely free to be, you know, subscribed to Sports with Strawberry Ice on YouTube. Hit that like button. It helps us out tremendously. But other than that, and as always, guys, I want you to remember one thing and one thing only, and that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? We will see you tomorrow. Who day? Go Reds. Go Bengals. Go Bearcats. Go Buckeyes. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! <laughs>